This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now, another Astros podcast. Welcome back to Astros Baseball. The Astros and Angels this afternoon. The Astros 78-50. and 50, The Angels 65 and 64. The Astros lost last night's game after having a lead of six to one. The Angels came back with two runs in the seventh inning, four runs in the eighth inning, including a three-run homer by Andrelton Simmons to clinch the deal for the Angels in that ball game. Hi, everybody. I'm Steve Sparks, alongside producer engineer Matt Bolts, and on the Astro launch with me today is the television analyst for the Astros is Jeff Blum and Jeff today's pitching matchup is brought to you by Geico 15 minutes could save you 15 percent or more on car insurance Ricky Nolasco goes for the Angels he's 6 and 12 so far on the season and Charlie Morton who's been a great pickup for the Astros 10 and 6 what do you think the Astros need to do with Ricky Nolasco who gives up so many so many long balls um you got to get him back in the zone I know he's got some good secondary pitches and the Astros are very good at hitting the fastball close to 300 on the season as far as hitting that fast ball and what they've got to do is try and lay off those off-speed pitches out of the zone like they have been in the past don't panic elevate and get the ball back in the zone if that ball is elevated in the zone Ricky Nolasco doesn't have enough to beat them so they can sit back and drop the barrel on he came over to the Angels and Charles Nagy who was a sinker ball pitcher got Nolasco to throw more sinker balls not throwing as many two seamers anymore he's given up on it and the four seamer is the one that's getting cracked well you know better than I do but I feel like sometimes when guys are trying to learn that two seamer they have a tendency to try they lose control of it or have a tough time trying to get it in the zone because they create so much movement therefore I'm sure Ricky Nolasco probably got frustrated with it now starting to pump that four seamer but when you throw a four seamer that's not on the edges it usually turns out to be a pretty good pitch to hit speaking of two seamers that move a lot Charlie Morton man he's unbelievable with that two seamer mid 90s. Yeah, it's, it's amazing that he still creates as much movement as he does at that velocity. Previously, Charlie Morton was that 90 to 92 type guy with a good sink and slide. Now he's at the velocity, and I, I guarantee you that's why the punch outs have risen uh, rather quickly for Charlie Morton. Blummer, today's keys to the game are brought to you by your greater Houston Honda dealers. Bouncing back uh, after a tough loss, the Astros looked like they had it in hand in last night's ballgame. Six to one lead going into the bottom of the seventh. How do you rebound with a day game the next day? Uh, is it just your starting pitcher? Or what is it? <laughs> it? It has a little bit to do with that. I almost feel that sometimes having that day game immediately allows you to kind of wash that, that, that memory away a little bit quicker because the turnaround is so quick. You don't have much time to dwell on it as opposed to if you woke up today, had three or four hours to, you know, mull over it over breakfast. Instead, you're waking up, you rush to the ballpark. Obviously, there are other things on these guys' minds as they approach this game so they might be playing with a little bit different purpose but the beauty in baseball is every day is an opportunity at redemption I want to ask you about that and obviously another key to the game is keeping your mind focused on the task at hand very difficult with what's going on in back in Texas with Hurricane Harvey uh, how are you holding up and how do you think this team can go out there and concentrate um, I'm struggling a little bit just because it's our first uh, you know full year back in Houston so dealing with a lot of the weather and uh, having family back there obviously it hits home and seeing some of the pictures that of places that I've been and lived in are having issues. So obviously the thoughts and prayers and uh, wishing everybody to be safe out there. 
But again, it, you know, hopefully for three hours a day, we can provide a little bit of entertainment and relief from the situation that's going on in Houston. And right. I feel like as a player, sometimes that ga- game is a little bit of relief and you can take out some of that anger and frustration on the baseball. And hopefully the Astros do it today. All right. Thanks, Blummer. This is Steve Sparks, and I'm joined by Astros general manager Jeff Luno, as we are every Sunday morning. And, and Jeff, it's always good to see you. And these are trying circumstances right now. For the Astros and the Astros family, everybody's suffering back home. So our thoughts and prayers, and I'm sure the Astros organization, including yourself, feel feel like our, our thoughts and prayers are back home right now. No doubt about it. I was just down in the clubhouse, and everybody's concerned about their loved ones back home, about mm-hmm. the people of Houston. Everybody is affected by the storm. You know, we've got to p- keep playing the games and do what we need to do. But uh, definitely our priority is, is thinking about the people in Houston right now. Thinking about playing those games. Any updates on travel plans or, or game plans right now? It's really going hour to hour. We're going to leave here after the game and fly to Dallas and probably hang out there and see what happens. Uh, we don't know what the status is of our games this week and, and mm. what it means as far as scheduling. But um, it, we're going to work with MLB. We're going to work with the Rangers and try and figure out what's the best way to continue to play baseball as soon as it's safe for everybody. And both teams have the off day tomorrow. Te- currently, the Texas Rangers are in Oakland, if I'm not mistaken, right? Correct, yes. So everybody will go back and hang out and see what happens? Yeah, everybody will go back. There is some precedent for switching series. I don't know if that's something that we would consider. There's mm. uh, doubleheader possibilities. We both have a common off day. There's a lot of moving parts. I think the big variables will be whether we can play you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. If we can't play Tuesday, we're probably talking about a doubleheader on Thursday. A lot of different scenarios. Uh, but, again, we'll have to wait and see because the situation seems to be pretty fluid. Well, on a lighter note, uh, the Astros get uh, a couple of catchers back, and Evan Gaddis back from the concussion DL, and, and Brian McCann's got his legs back under him again. You can see when he takes a swing, he looks pretty good back there, and uh, uh, having both of those catchers back healthy is a good thing. It is for our team. Those, both of those guys were used a lot in the first part of the season and, and worn down a little bit, and now that they've each had a chance to rest, I think they're going to be good to go for September and into the postseason. And catching is the most rigorous position out on the on the field. It's mm. the one that gets the most wear and tear. So anytime you can catch a break during the season, I think that can benefit us down the stretch. Get them a little fresher. All right, Carlos Correa has made a couple of rehab starts with AAA Fresno Grizzlies. It looks like the numbers are good. A couple of hits uh, so far. Uh, how's he looked in the field, and how are you how are you hearing how he's holding up? He feels good, and he's chomping at the bit to get back here. Obviously, we need him to get into the rhythm of the games and have enough at-bats where he can come up here and really begin to contribute. We've missed him. There's no question about it. Since the day he's gone out, mm. there's you know you can imagine different situations where he would have been there and Bregman would have been a third, and both of those guys, you know, Correa in the lineup in the middle of our order. Our offense hasn't been quite as good as it was when he was here. So we need him back, but we want to get him back 100%, and it's not too far away because he's playing in games. Had a pretty interesting transformation. Uh, one of your starters going out to the bullpen. He's starting to become a force, more high leverage situations. Joe Musgrove, we've seen it before. Starting pitchers go out to the bullpen and light it up, but he's been impressive. He's been terrific. I mean, I saw it back in 2006 when Adam Wainwright went into the bullpen and closed yeah. out the World Series in the NLCS. and. I think Musgrove has a tremendous arm, and we've seen the velocity tick up. We've seen the stuff tick up in the bullpen. I still think he long-term, he's a starter for us and a very good one. But for right now, his strike-throwing ability and the way his stuff is trending, he's a guy that's going to be getting a lot of important innings down the stretch and could be a key guy in, in close games in the playoffs for us. This is Steve Sparks alongside Astros general manager Jeff Luno, as we are every Sunday morning. And teams in the playoff as far as the minor leagues go this year, Looks like the Fresno Grizzlies are in the AAA affiliate. Who else? 
Well, Fresno's still a couple games out, so they need to win their division to get in. Uh-oh. Uh, but they've got a chance to get in there. Uh, Quad Cities clinched a playoff spot earlier this, this week, and that's good because we're going to have some rehabbers. Colin Moran, for example, we need a place for him to go play. And Bowie's Creek is in first place right now, so they're looking pretty good. I don't think they've clinched yet, but uh, we'll certainly have those two teams that look like they're in consideration, and Fresno needs to battle down the stretch here to get in. How about the Tri-City uh, Morgan Ensbergs? Well, they're a couple games out, and, and I've been communicating with them, trying to get them focused on getting back in the race. Uh, <laughs> uh, there's a chance that they'll get in. I hope they do because it's, uh, it's a great staff there and a great team, and it's fun for those guys to experience postseason baseball their first year. Isn't that the truth? I mean, you start to, to learn how to win games and play some some exciting and tension-filled games in the minor leagues can only help guys when they get here. It does. I mean, we our focus has always been on developing. Right. We like to win while we're developing. That's sure. the best formula for us. It's worked in the past. We have a lot of minor league championships to, to go along with, uh, you know, a, a really good young uh, team here in the big leagues that has won together in the minor leagues, and that's the formula we're looking for. One pitcher who's winning and developing is Rogelio Armenteros, who for the second game in a row in AAA took a no-hitter late into the ball game. Uh, fell shy yesterday, gave up a, a base hit against Tacoma in the eighth inning. Tell me about the repertoire and what it looks like. A, what type of pitcher can he be at the major league level? He's going to be a starter, uh, for sure starter. He's got a, his best weapon is his changeup. It's a it's a plus plus pitch, and when that when that's your best weapon, you know he throws 91 to 93 with his fastball, but that changeup is devastating. He's mm-hmm. able to get righties and lefties out. And he's been probably our one of our top risers in the system yeah. this year. We like him a lot. Signed him out of Cuba after he defected, and he's been in our system for a few years. But he's putting himself in position where he's going to be competing for a rotation spot next year, and we're going to have to think about bringing him up in September, especially if we have any uh, setbacks or any injuries to our staff. Makes me think about Brady Rogers, who ended up having Tommy John surgery right at the end of spring training this year. He was the Pacific Coast League Pitcher of the Year last year, lost all of this year. Any updates with Brady? He's progressing, and I think, you know, the guys are anxious to get back, but obviously when you have Tommy John surgery, it's going to take at least a year. Mm. Fortunately, he had it early uh, in, in, in this year, so he's going to be able to be throwing in competitive games in spring training of next year. That's our expectation, and hopefully get out and resume his career because he was on a very nice trajectory for us. He was. All right, uh, looking forward to uh, fortifying the bullpen, so to speak, is – Will Harris, is he activated today? Will just got activated this morning. James Hoyt has been optioned, so he's got to spend 10 days in the minor leagues. Uh, he'll come back after that. And it's going to be nice to have Will back. I mean, there's a lot of games that are close for us right now. Uh, our offense has been good, but not as good as it was earlier in the year where we were blowing people away. So we need the relievers to step up, and Will's going to be a key part of that down the stretch for us. Sounds like Tony Sitt may be able to help in September as well. We are hearing good things about how He's pitching his rehab assignments. He has, and he did a th- threw a couple bullpens and, and uh, a couple sessions in Minute Maid before he went out. I had a chance to watch one of them, and he certainly looked confident. The fastball looked good. His split fender looked good. His slider looked good, and, uh, and he's been out and had two rehab appearances, and both of them have been successful. So another weapon for A.J. to use, and between Liriano and and him and maybe Gudewan when he comes back. You'll have three lefties to choose between him. And, of course, we have our righties that can get lefties out too. So it'll be nice to have those guys back. Any September call-ups that we may not know about? At this point, I think, you know, with all the guys coming back off of injury, that's going to create some call-ups by definition because uh-huh. we're going to activate a bunch of guys probably around September 1st or 2nd or 3rd, and that'll the, we're not going to send anybody down at that point. So it'll the roster will expand. And then, you know, guys like Tyler White who have been here and are down there mashing, we're going right. to have to think about bringing him back and, you know, when Colin Moran gets healthy. So 
I don't see any additional new ads to the roster unless AJ Reed. AJ Reed has been crushing the ball yeah. down in AAA. Uh, we're going to have to look at, you know, we don't want to bring a guy up unless there's playing time for him. So we're going to have to think about what our team is doing and where they could contribute. But A.J. Reed is certainly uh, having a monster year in AAA and left-handed power bat off the bench could be a nice nice addition for us. Last thing with Jeff Luno. Jeff, uh, Lance McCullers, not a really good rehab start in his first game back uh, with AAA Fresno. A lot of walks. Any concerns with you on whether or not he'll be a viable option as a starter in the playoffs? I think he will be, and we've got plenty of time. And the rehab starts are our rehab starts for a reason. We don't worry too much about results. We worry about how he's feeling and um, how he's uh, coming along with his stuff. And mm-hmm. he felt pretty good about it, so uh, that makes me feel better. We're going to need another rehab starter, too, before we feel confident putting him in a game here. But uh, he's well on his way, and the physical issues, I think, are behind him, which is the most important thing. And now it's just a matter of getting that command back. And we saw it with Dallas, even in the big leagues. Once you come back and have a few starts, sometimes you're a little rusty. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're gonna, But we have plenty of time to get, to, to get Lance back into shape um, and, and have his command back before the end of the season. And it helps matters that you're going to have a full bullpen with the September call-ups, that you don't have to have him throw six innings right out of the chute. He can go four or five when, when he makes it back to the major leagues. Yeah, that's right. It's, it's a real benefit for us to not have to stress the bullpen if, if he throws, you know, 60, 70, 80 pitches and yep. AJ wants to take him out. It'll be nice to have a full rested bullpen. There you go. That's Jeff Luno. Jeff, thanks for always catching up with us. Love to hear from you. Sure. And our thoughts and prayers are with everybody in Houston and, and hope we get through this okay. This has been a production. And whoever in this crowd wasn't standing before, well, they're getting to their feet now. Of the Houston Astros. This place is rocking right now. Radio Network.